welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. That's one word, no spaces. I'm Avery Ames, writer of adult fantasy. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. So today's going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to talk <laughs> about our personal experiences uh, with mistakes we made in the querying trenches and um, querying too early. Yeah. <laughs> this is very common. I don't know a single person that did not query too early and then later go, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um. I never went, oh no, because I'm always like one of those people who I learn from my mistakes. It makes yeah. me who I am. About it. But also like I have, I have done some things <laughs> that I probably shouldn't have done that, you know, more or less maybe either look like an asshole, look like an idiot or look like I just didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, so. that's yeah. And part of it is kind of something we touched on in another episode, which is the I'm the exception. Yes. Because sometimes you know better, but you do it yeah. anyway, thinking, well, it'll be fine for me. And then of course it makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So do you want to take... start? <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. You can take um, turns. Yeah, we'll take turns. Uh, the first mistake I made um, was when I queried too early was first of all, my book just was not good. <laughs> I mean, that's oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the simple. It was, it was a mess. It was structurally just, it just was not good. The prose wasn't there. I thought I was hot shit and I was not yet. Um, but I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> but the other big one was I queried a book that was way, way over word count thinking, but there are books that are over word count that get published. Maybe I'll be the exception. The thing was, those books are really fucking good. And mine was not. <laughs> How big was it? It was. Uh, Move that bus. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I think it was 170,000 words. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe 180. All right. All right. If I'm remembering see, correctly. See, I'm going to meet you on that one because yeah. I did the same thing. I <laughs> you know I do look on that but I, I do look back on that book and I and it wasn't bad like I don't I don't think it was bad uh yours was I, much better <laughs> I don't think it was bad but I think it was foolish like because uh, now I'm like oh yeah now now that's my epic fantasy baby and like I shouldn't mm -hmm. I shouldn't have done that like I I but it was good to write you know yeah. I just I, I wrote it 180,000 words. And I do believe, I do believe in those queries. I said, I know this isn't good. <laughs> like I know I literally said in those query letters, you, I, like I had this beautiful, um, I had this beautiful query and it said, this is what happens. And this is, you know, this is how it all goes down. And then at the end, I had my, my metadata, like, uh, yeah, this book is 180,000 words. And I know you didn't like that. And I know you're really sad now. Like, you literally <laughs> said that. Like, I know, I know, like, I know this is bad, but also, like, I've done everything I can to, like, properly edit it down in my own, you know. So, like, I, I said too much, you know, like, if yeah. you're going to do it, just write it's 180,000 words, too. Like, it's like, I did get requests on that. And, 
I was going to say, here's, here's the other kind of difference between these two stories with us is I did actually get, I think, one request at that high word count, which was a very quick rejection on the full. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there is the point of, in this case, I think your book did need to be a longer word count. It is a, a grander, more epic book. Mine did not. Mine had a <laughs> lot of extra shit in it that it didn't need to have. Um, so there are books that are longer. We, we've kind of discussed this in other episodes is some books just may not be a debut, which kind of sucks. Um, but in my case, it was just way overwritten and yeah. I could have cut it and queried it. Eventually the final word count of that book was 105. Yay. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, looking back on my own, I did find some places that I want to tweak yeah. and figure out and, and it is going to be shorter. Um, yes. So it makes it look like a mistake you know, inquiring, but you know, you learn, um, outside of word count. (laughs) Um, so when I was querying that book, I, I, I did a lot of stuff to try to get more requests. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I even went, like I, there were times, like, I didn't tell my friends, like I did this because it was like stupid and embarrassing. And I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to fucking do it anyway. And like, cause everybody tells you like, don't brag and don't like gloat but I definitely did like I definitely (laughs) I I had like I had a different query um where I tried to sell myself at the same time like I like I I was like I think I was like I'll do whatever you want like I was like it was like one of those like it's like I'll be a psychophant and just do whatever you want and I'll just get on my knees and like I'll edit I'll edit until I you know cry and I'll drink a bowl of milk on the floor like a dog for you and like I'll I'll, you know like I was like I was basically like I'm just gonna go all out and try something else because I've sent a hundred queries and well I got nothing to lose at this point so um it's like the equivalent of like the bad breakup where you're like please don't go I'll do anything yeah Um, yeah I was like look I can paint oh my god have my website help me (laughs) like and some of them just got to the point where I was like yes like I I, I even think I did this like I have so far sent 120 queries and no and no one has wanted my book and I'm just coming to you to say that I will do whatever you want (laughs) I'm gonna listen and be a good boy (laughs) you want me on your side like and I, I I did I sent like I don't know at least five of those yeah and I can't believe I did that but you know what I think it's funny when you're when you're in like the depths of the query trenches you get into a weird mindset I was pretty aware when I was doing it too I was like I know that I'm doing the thing and and that you know what I'm fine with that I do also want to make one interesting not interesting but another point which is we've all kind of done this um and you've sent these really embarrassing queries to agents and you may have like sent embarrassing queries to every possible agent on this book. Um, you have not, you, you, you may not be able to query that book again to those agents, but you haven't completely like burned that bridge as long as you haven't like sent some sort of horrible inflammatory, how dare you 
this book was amazing. How dare you have rejected oh this? Oh my God. This email, which I have not done, but I have seen- I have not done it either. I've seen posts online that this happens. Like an agent will reject a query and they'll send like a fuck you email back. Oh my then, God, don't- Yeah, then you've burned that bridge. But if you send the query and they say no, and you just let it lie, don't you have respond. not burned that bridge. You can requery that agent with another project later. Trust me, they don't care. They see a lot of early queries. They know people may be querying projects that aren't ready yet, but that doesn't mean that your next project isn't going to be. So don't think that you've like completely shot yourself in the foot with that agent forever. Yeah. As long as you didn't send the fuck you email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, do you have anything besides word count? Um, I sent really, I, mostly I just sent really bad queries. Um, because I was still learning how queries are structured. So I sent queries that were too long. Um, I, I tried to sneak in, I tried to like be the exception to the submission guidelines, particularly Uh with synopses. It's like, I know they said a one page synopsis, but I'm going to send a two page synopsis and hope nobody notices. (laughs) Trust me, they're going to notice. Have you ever done that thing? I've done it. Uh, where you try to get like, because, because you know a lot about an agent, you suddenly start to get too personal. And uh, I'm querying you because I saw this and this and that, and also this and this and that, and you do this thing. And so do I, and, and maybe we could be best friends. And like, <laughs> like, like, just like, you know, too much about this agent and you just like start getting really personal in your first paragraph. Cause I've done that. Um, I don't think I actually did that, but the temptation was there because I mean, that's part of what you're doing when you're querying is, is another thing we've kind of mentioned in the past is the professional level of stalking, Yes, (laughs) which is you go check out their Twitter, you go check out their website, you check out their agency, you look them up on query tracker. Um, and especially, I think this, this goes into like parasocial relationships, which I don't know if you're familiar with that term or not. I'm Um, not. It's parasocial relationships are when there are like, especially this happens with like YouTubers and similar celebrities where they feel like they're really accessible to their audience. Mm. And Twitter has made this really hard because you start to form this like almost emotional connection to someone who has no idea who you are. But you Mm -hmm. think they're like in a weird part of your brain, you kind of feel like this is my friend because you see so much of them. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's called a parasocial relationship. And I think a lot of the agents that are like really prevalent on Twitter, I think a lot of writers are forming these kind of parasocial relationships because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I know them. I see pictures of their dogs. Um, they're talking about like, you know, whatever hobby they have, they're showing their knitting projects or whatever. Um, so you feel like you know more about them, but they don't know who you are. So when you approach them, you're just like, oh, we're friends. And they're like, we, I don't know. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I did develop a reputation with one agent um, in particular uh, who now um, she always requests to see my manuscripts now. Like, I feel like I could send her anything and she, she'd want to see it. Um, and I always tell myself one day, one day I'm going to hook her, you know? Um, but she has gotten to the point where she'll respond to me on Twitter. Like she, you know, she, she knows I'm not a creep. Like, yeah. cause you Don't know, like, I, yeah, like I, 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 was in, 
I wasn't like uh, the the way it happened was like I uh, it, I, she, I I said I she meant a lot to me. So when I first sent her the book, um, she sent me a rejection on a on a request, and I ended up sending back a a thank you letter, which I don't usually do. Usually if I get a rejection, I just let it go even back in those days, but she meant a lot to me. So I, was, I literally said, I know it must be hard to sit there like every day and have to send these rejections and stuff like that. And like, I actually sent like an, an email that said, thanks for like reading everybody's queries. And like, I think it kind of turned into this like sort of like weird pseudo, like what you say, this parasocial thing. Yeah. I haven't reached out to her in a while, but like I, you know, I did do that and, you know, I, I did do it professionally enough, um, but, you know, looking back, like if I was the person I was today, then I would never have done that. Um, I also wouldn't have cared enough, like, because now agents to me are just like this dark voided gatekeeper thing where I've become like a, a bitter, like, you know, <laughs> like a bitter shit about it where I'm like you're just another person to me and I don't give a shit um but I, I do give a yeah. shit but I don't like I don't put I mean, energy into it the way I used to you know it's like yeah it, emotionally for your own mental health you kind of have to do that you have yeah, to be like yeah this is this is this is business I'm sending it I'm forgetting it it, it is what it is um, we are told growing up that if you want a job, you have to mop the floor first. So we have this mentality where we're like, I'm going to be a gopher for this person because I was told, you know, that sometimes you just need an end to get into a situation. So I need to mop the floor and, and you know, do the, do the maintenance first, be that maintenance person before they notice me and ask me if I want to act in their commercial. You know, like <laughs> we're, we're told growing up that that works. So like naturally we're like, what can we do to stick out? You know, like I recently went to a um, convention and this guy, uh, I was showing my artwork there and, and a guy was walking around before the tables were up and he was asking all the prevalent artists, like, do you need help setting up? And we're all like, no, <laughs> like, we don't need help. <laughs> but like, you know, you, you think back and you're like, I know what he's doing. A he's teacher doing told him to do that. And, and, you know, and it's okay. You know, sometimes, sometimes you do that, but it is embarrassing to talk about now. Um, well, but yeah, I tried of, all kinds of tricks. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of the weird things about just kind of like final thought about the querying process and agents and writers is that in the end, agents actually do work for the writer but you have to audition to get the employee. It's a very weird backwards thing because you think about them as like the gatekeepers and you have to like please them, um, which sounds dirty, but not in that way. <laughs> but you have to like make yourself appealing to them. But then once they say, yeah, technically they work for you because you're the like power in the situation. You're the one who has the thing that they want. So it's very weird because there's such a big like thing built up with them being like the gatekeepers and you have to impress yes. them and you have to crawl on the floor for them. But really they're <laughs> just people doing their business and you are a person doing your business and you want to do business together. Uh, yes. You're like seeking out a business partner rather than like being their supplicant. <laughs> yes. So learn boundaries. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have them when you're young and stupid. Yes. And you are fine. not the exception, probably. Yeah, probably. 99 times out of 100, you are not the exception to whatever rule that you have read and gone, 
but not me, probably you. You'll still grow up into a cool kid who understands that you made mistakes and that's okay. Just yeah. like me. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's fine. If you've done it, it's fine. It's achievement unlocked. <laughs> it's part of the yes. process. Yes. Write a dumb query. Yes. So, so yeah. That's yeah. all I got to say on it. That's basically our, uh, <laughs> our experiences. Um, so yeah. Uh, every other Friday, you can join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for our live stream. To see the schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything on the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for the links and the information in the website. Yes, I said that all wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. You know what I mean. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>